Hello everyone and thank you for tuning in to the Counterpoint podcast. I'm your host Ritesh and we have our research analyst Satyajit with us and today we are going to talk about an interesting topic which is the kids smartwatch. Hello Satyajit, how are you doing? Hi Ritesh, I'm doing good. How about you? I am doing good too. So Satyajit, let's get on the topic. Uh, while smartphones remain one of the best ways to communicate, why are people buying smartwatches for their kids? Yeah, Ritesh, as you know, smart smartphones are a bit expensive to give the kids. Like there is a lot of risky situations. Like apart from physical security, there are many much more issues such, such as content control. And it's better to give a kid's watch, which is a compact form factor, which kids can carry in from their school and everywhere. And along with that, it gives us not only give provide as a communication device, but also it gives a choice location uh, along with the history of, of its movement. Plus, parents have the full control on its content and the data usage. What are the features that you find on most of these smartwatches? Apart from calling, features like an SOS button from emergency communications, geofencing with an SMS alert for every entry and exit on, of that geolocations. You know, ability to hear what is happening next to your child are easily possible in few of the kids' watches. And as you know, that most of the kids' watches are cellular enabled. Of that cellular enabled kids' watches, 65% were 4G in 2019, which opens the potential for video calling, educational, interactive, and other games. So when you say 4G, is it offered via an eSIM or a physical SIM? So actually, it's both. Till now, we have seen the trend of physical SIM. Uh, most of the kids' watches are embedded with a physical SIM. However, the, it creates a problem of the form factor. It's very bulky. It's not that user-friendly. Hence, from 2019, uh, second half in 2020, we have seen the trend that the, the most of the OEMs are coming up with the eSIM uh, embedded kids' watch. Uh, if you see the Xiaomi Mi Kids Watch 4, uh, they both are embedded with the uh, eSIM. Okay, and who are the top players in kids' smartwatch segment and what is their market share like? China is the leader in the kids' watch market and the players from China like Emo and Huawei are the top top players. Emo holds 26% of the market share where Huawei holds 9% of the market share. Second in line came to is Apex, uh, what we call Asia-Pacific excluding China and India is 11% and then the third in line is the North America market. And any other markets where these smartwatches have a good potential? Till now, China is the only region we see a, a huge growth in kids' watch market. However, NAM, India and Southeast Asia are the regions of very good potential for the kids' watch market. Great. And why are telecom operators finding these kids' smartwatch segment quite attractive? So telecom, uh, telecom market is struggling from a long, a long time on the uh, you know revenue part, and smartphone is the only area they have you know tested the success. Now uh, they they wanted to you know expand into industrial IoT and consumer IoT. However, the industrial IoT is so fragmented that they are not able to generate that much of revenue. Where consumer IoT, they see a good potential from connected PC to kids watch, smartwatch, and in kids watch. They, they they can play a key role by bundling the devices into connectivity, which help them to boost new connections and additional revenue stream. 
Okay, and before we wrap up this podcast, I have one final question. You mentioned that these smartwatches come with GPS and 4G, enabling parents to keep a track and even communicate. But what about the security and privacy? So security and privacy is important in every smart devices, including kids kids smartwatch. So security need to be embedded with the hardware. However, till now, the kids smartwatch market has not been secured. If you uh, uh, look at the past in 2015, Europe Europe have passed their law to ban all the kids watch with GPS devices, especially in Germany, uh, because of the few of the incidents that happened, which allowed hackers to take take, take control of the kids watch uh, uh, kids watch devices, and then we and again the GDPR came into the picture that the laws are more stringent right now. So the the ideal way to go forward is to embed hardware security the way most of the OEMs are doing in the smartphones. They need to be implemented in the kids watch segment as well. Once it implemented at the hardware level, then you, then OEMs can add uh, all the operating systems player can add a software level and may make it more robust. Right now, it's the, the security and privacy are one of the biggest concern and one of the ma- major roadblock for kids watch market. Well. Thank you, Satyajit, for your time and giving us some meaningful insights on the kids' smartwatch market. Thank you, Vitesh. And I would once again like to thank our listeners for tuning in. We are also present on other streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and TuneIn Radio, where you can listen to our previous episodes as well. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you.